Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Oh, we're so glad you're with us again for another edition of Growing in Grace. Going on our 14th year, if you can believe that, week in and week out, just talking about the good news here, the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm Mike Kapler, along with Joel Brzezinski. Growingingrace.org is where, you'll, where you will find our past uh, archived programs. And the last two that we've done, we're going to be continuing on those. So maybe you just found out about us. Welcome aboard. We're glad to have you with us. Let us know you're out there. There's ways that you can correspond with us. And uh, we have heard from many people all over the world with the tens of thousands of downloads we get uh, each month here at Growing in Grace. And some exciting stories, encouraging stories. Some of them will rip your heart out. They're, they're sad stories about the bondage of religion that people have experienced in their lives. And we're here to hopefully help you get free from that. So, Joel, I hope you're doing okay this week. Yes, it was for freedom that Christ has set us free. And that is uh, the message. You know, the message that we have been given to deliver is the the message of reconciliation, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not counting their sins against them. That's right there in the Bible. And uh, he has made us ministers of that message, of that reconciliation message. Um, I'd like to say sometimes, I guess I've never said this, actually, So I, I, uh, I but I was thinking about this, <laughs> that we are in a deliverance ministry here. But we, we like to deliver the good news, the, the message of, of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so that's what we do week in and week out, like you were saying, on our podcast. We're currently doing a, a class at church in which we do that. Uh, we do, uh, you and I sometimes uh, do blog posts or we'll do audio and video, other things that we do to get this message out. And uh, it really is for freedom. It's for, for people to be free because Christ came so that we would be free. And part of that freedom has to do with how he has freed us up from our sins that were held against us. He took them away. He took our sins away. Forgiveness is great. It's a wonderful thing to be forgiven. Uh, but sometimes people will forgive you, but, <laughs> but then they'll still hold things against you. God's not <laughs> like that. He's not like that at all. Uh, he yeah. has perfect forgiveness. And, that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Hey, you know, last week on the program, I, I was trying to ask you some, some questions a couple of times because I'm trying to get us all to think, have we, even us grace people, is it possible that we need to continue growing and expanding our understanding of how powerful the blood of Jesus was during that one sacrifice that occurred a couple of thousand years ago or so. And, and so when I'm asking you, Joel, I, I think I'm asking myself at the same time and I'm asking our listeners at the same time. So we're, we're getting into something here that I think has a chance at expanding our thinking, hopefully in a good way. And if you see it differently, that's okay. But again, those, those last two programs about forgiveness are, are just, foundational stuff for what we're going to continue here. You just quoted that scripture 
about how God was reconciling the world to himself. The who? The believers to himself? No. The world to himself. And what what else did you say there, Joel? That he is not counting our sins against us, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Against who? Believers or the world? I, I'm going to keep asking you questions. Because when you answer, I think you're representing maybe what some other people are thinking. Right. Yeah, I mean, the, these questions do come up. And then when we talk about this once-for-all forgiveness, and when we talk about when did this forgiveness happen, you know, questions do come up. Scriptures pop into people's head, I'm sure. And uh, that's that's why we're asking these things, and that's why you're asking them. So uh, one of the big questions is then, so when did this, I think one of the things you you asked, when did this forgiveness happen? If, if, if there was... If God provided forgiveness, did oh, here's an, another question, and, and we'll, we'll we're going to talk through all this stuff. Did God provide one offering for forgiveness, or does He offer many? Now we know, of course, that under the old covenant, He offered many sacrifices for sins, or actually, the priests offered to God many sacrifices for sins. Jesus Christ offered Himself one time. He didn't do that yesterday. He's not going to do it 500 years from now. He didn't do it 500 years ago. He did it once 2,000 years ago. The forgiveness for sin, the sacrifice for sin, happened one time, and it was done approximately 2,000 years ago. It's never going to happen again. It never happened before that, and it's never going to happen again. And so when we talk about God reconciling the world to himself, not counting their sins against them, that came through that one sacrifice. When we say that, behold, when we quote John the Baptist, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, we're talking about that one sacrifice of Christ that took away all sin. And so does that mean, does, are you saying that everybody's saved and everyone's going to be in heaven and uh, no, that's that's not what we're saying here. We're talking about forgiveness. I left off last week talking about how there's a difference between forgiveness that has been provided for all people and also the righteousness and salvation and life that we receive in Jesus Christ that has also been offered to all people, but they're, they're, they're different things. Forgiveness, as I've heard it explained in, this, in these terms, the forgiveness was kind of the prerequisite. We needed, the, the problem was that sin entered the world and death through sin, and therefore all, all died because everybody sinned. The problem was death. We needed to be made alive again. And so the prerequisite for us being made alive again was that first there needed to be forgiveness provided uh, for all the world. And then Jesus, he died, took our sin upon himself on the cross. Sin was placed in his body. He died, and our sin was taken away. And then he rose again from the dead, and the Bible talks many times about this justification, this righteousness, this life being received by grace through faith when we, when we believe. There is nobody who has life or righteousness or salvation who hasn't believed. We, we want to make that clear. Uh, the forgiveness issue is something else that we're kind of d- debating here, so to speak, or talking about here on the podcast this week. So if... There is no need for Jesus to offer another sacrifice because forgiveness 
is complete, as we talked about last week in Hebrews 10. Forgiveness complete, no more offering. In other words, I know we I know we we've been thinking in terms of uh, we we believers we we Christians those of us who are in Christ we no longer need to keep going back this is something we've learned in our grace years right we no longer need to keep going back and asking God to forgive us again and again why because forgiveness already occurred right and I know the the question still is well did it occur when I believed or did it occur back at the sacrifice of Christ. I would make the case it occurred at the sacrifice of Christ. And you did a good job here, Joel, in the last few minutes of explaining that forgiveness shouldn't necessarily be confused at all with salvation and moving from death to life, okay? But you've heard us say this over the years uh, ruthlessly over and over again, is that sin is no longer the issue between mankind and God. It's no longer the issue. Christ dealt with it at the cross. He dealt with that issue of separation that would keep people from God. The sin is no longer that problem. It's, it's a belief issue. So my, my point here, though, is even though we've, we got this mindset now as grace people, oh, okay, First John 1, 9, it was taken out of context. We're not going to dive headfirst into First John 1, 9 right now, but we might later. So we don't have to confess every single sin and and seek a renewed forgiveness from God. We've come to that conclusion. So if God is no longer needing, because of the sacrifice of Christ and the blood of Jesus, if God is no longer needing to offer a renewed forgiveness every time we sin, can we not also say it isn't necessary for God to offer a new forgiveness, uh, to extend forgiveness now when somebody chooses to believe? They simply, in other words, the forgiveness already happened, but believing, confessing Jesus Christ with your mouth, believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead, believing is what brings new life, becoming a a new creation. Um, Joel, we've said this before too. How many sins does it take to be identified as a sinner? The question, you know, usually people will say one when you go into most church circles. We happen to believe it's even less than that (laughs) because we were born in Adam. We were born into sin, right? And we we can pass now from, from this state of being identified as a sinner into the gift of life and righteousness that's been provided uh, for us. In other words, sinning isn't what caused us to need forgiveness. It was being born into it that caused that. That and, and now we're no longer identified as a sinner. Why? Not because we've stopped sinning entirely. It's great when you can reduce your sin count and, and move on to greater things in life, better behavior and all of that. It's a great thing. But that that's not what, you know, it, that we, we, were, we were born into sin and we were born into righteousness, so to speak. Right. That I mean, that's really what it is all about. The the two the contrasts are how we were declared sinners and how we were declared righteous, and it was all by birth. Now, the first one we were born in Adam. The second time we were born into Jesus Christ, and so the what was needed was we were dead and we needed life. God did all of that uh, through the death 
and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And, and all of that, of course, happened 2,000 years ago. And, uh, you know, some people will uh, object to what we're saying or um, bring up Acts 26, 18. I think it's legitimate to do that. They, they say, you know, Jesus was talking to Paul and saying, I'm going to send you to the Gentiles to, whom, uh, uh, and to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. And so, see, see, you need to receive this forgiveness, and and we agree. You, you, you need, I think, you do too. That it's something that we need to receive. But it was provided two thousand years ago for the entire world. There will be people who will die without ever having received Jesus Christ, uh, without having who have been for the forgiveness provided through the cross was for them, but they have died without receiving the life and the righteousness and the salvation that was provided through Jesus Christ because they haven't believed. Um, I don't know if there's more to be said about this or not. I know that uh, time has run out for this one. We'll uh, see where our thoughts go with this as far as uh, where we take this next week. And we'll oh, there's, there's more to be said. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's plenty more to be said. So we'll see where that, hap- where that goes <laughs> as we uh, pick it up again next week right here at growingingrace.org, the Growing in Grace podcast. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.